guys, welcome back to Coffee with Chris. Um, this week, I am having decaf coffee. <laughs> um, if you follow my Instagram, um, basically, I am going through kind of a flush right now. Um, basically, the idea is to heal some of the gut issues that I have going on, um, work on some autoimmune issues that I have going on. And um, as much as it pains me to say it, um, caffeine's an irritant, but um, honestly, I just love the taste of coffee. So decaf does not bother me. Um, today, I want to talk about um, exactly that, just issues, health issues, um, gut issues, autoimmune issues. Um, I read a statistic the other day um, about autoimmune issues in women specifically and how the percentage that, um, of amount of women who are, are being diagnosed with issues, um, autoimmune issues is just skyrocketing. Um, and if you just look at Americans health as a whole, you know, obesity, diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure, there's so many issues that we're having as a nation. And, um, as much as I believe Western medicine has its place, uh, Western medicine is not what is making America healthy. It's actually making us sicker um, in so many ways. And if you look at commercials, uh, my husband and I were watching uh, Chopped. Um, I'm not a big fan of watching Netflix and movies um, anymore, just with what's happened in 2020. Honestly, I won't get into that, but we were watching Chopped because I love food. And the commercial came on... Um, and it's commercial for Mio water drops, right? It's um like flavoring for water. And it's basically these people who are in some sort of dire situation, like out in the middle of the desert and a helicopter comes in and drops in a bottle of water, a whole cooler of water, actually. And he gets there and he's all like, no, and all sorts of disappointed that it's water because he wanted it's a commercial for Mio. And basically it's like, no one likes water. Water is just, well, water. And we were just like, looking at each other. And I just, I think it's, it's ridiculous that again, commercials, TV shows, like we are being like indoctrinated to not know where left from right is when it comes to taking care of our bodies. Um, and it, I, it makes me become more aware of what I'm watching, what I'm reading, what I'm listening to. Um, and I think that you should become hyper aware when it comes to your health. Um, I do think that it is absolutely insane that in 2020, the biggest thing that we have been told to do to take care of our health is to wear a mask, to literally cover the holes in our face that allow us to get oxygen. That's the number one thing we have been told to do to take care of our health, right? Number two, maybe sanitize, wash our hands. Duh. Like, did we not learn that in kindergarten? I don't know why that has to be said so often. Th that's what I can think of in 2020. How to take care of your health. Oh yeah, and stay indoors. Stay indoors. Don't be around people. Be a hermit. Don't talk to people. Don't touch people. Don't come near people. That, that's how we've been told to be healthy in 2020. Um, and again, then I see these commercials that basically water sucks. So don't drink it. Drink fancy artificial sweetener drinks. You know what I mean? And yet my husband and I were like, there are literally third world countries that don't have access to clean water. And here we are in America making commercials about how water sucks. It's ridiculous. And some people don't want to get involved in like kind of like the the. I guess the politics maybe that go into some of this stuff. But if you can become aware of it, you can really 
sift out the bullshit. Um, and I think it's like my new life's purpose to put out there, like what is bull and what is not, because what we're feeding our brains with again, music, TV commercials, it's not doing a good job. Fitzbo's on the internet, not doing a good job. And I sometimes kick myself in the butt because we all go through different journeys and it's taken me a really long time to get to where I am today. Um, even I didn't do a good job, you know, and you have everyone in the world who wants to be some sort of fitness influencer and, you know, sell a meal plan when really they don't know dog crap about how to actually help someone else be a healthier person. The The fitness industry is inundated. And again, there are some of these things that I've guilty of way back when, you know, 67 years ago, when I first started this journey, I wasn't a coach. I wasn't helping people, but I put information on my Instagram that probably shouldn't have been put out there. I know I did keto and I had such great success in the beginning with keto. And I just posted my results. I posted the foods I was eating. I didn't you know, tell people what to do. I was just posting my journey. And that's what a lot of people use the internet for. And I think sometimes we, we, we mix that up is just because you had success with a certain diet, A, does not make you an expert. B, does not make you qualified to help other people. But as consumers, we have responsibilities as well. Just because you see some person on the internet get these great results by doing X diet, that doesn't mean you should follow that X diet. Being qualified to help someone else and losing weight yourself are two different things. And so when you are consuming information on the internet about how to lose weight, again, my goal is to try to help you understand, hey, this is BS, this is ridiculous, this is not. And it's not until you can kind of become aware of some of these things that you can actually sift it out. Because I remember in the beginning of my fitness journey, you know, someone told me I could eat Cheerios, you know, three times a day and lose weight, I'd do it. You know, I did anything to lose weight. I tried all of it. And and I think I'm directly dealing with some problems today because of all the crap things I did. I believe that my gut issues are coming and stemming from the years that I did keto. And so here I am years later after doing keto. When I had success, I lost weight, but guess what? I gained it all back, right? I, I, I did keto because someone who I knew did it and saw great, great results. And he suggested that I try it. And I did. And it was the only thing that I ever stuck to. So that is number one. If it didn't work, but you weren't consistent with it, you can't say it didn't work. So 100% of Americans can see benefits from changing their diet to whole foods, nutrition foods, just by doing that, not even by counting calories, just by switching your diet sodas and your sodas to water, just by switching your frappuccinos from Starbucks to non-caloric drinks, aka water. We are consuming a lot of calories just by drinking as Americans, alcohol, water, switch it. And that's the only change you have to make, right? You don't need to go to the gym all the time. You don't need to do anything else. If you would switch these high calorie drinks, AKA alcohol, sugary coffees for water, 100% of Americans would most likely see weight loss, period. And it's just interesting to me how when we think certain diets don't work, it's really because we weren't consistent with them. And so again, I did keto, Friend told me to do it. I did it. I lost weight. It was great. Um, but I was eating less than 25 grams of carbs a day. And those carbs were coming from spinach and, and fruits, minimal fruits. So keto really could only really do like blueberries. Um, everything really else throws you out of ketosis. Um, 
And so I did that for two years, very strict. And at the end of keto, uh, at the end of my journey with keto, I started doing macro hacks, right? I missed bread so much that I would learn how to make keto bread. And now I was making keto donuts and keto pastries and keto cereal and keto, um, you know, pot pies, keto, everything, right? And if you are doing a diet that you have to come up with some sort of weird recipe in order to replace the whole food, I was making keto bread when I could just be eating whole wheat, you know, grain Ezekiel bread. It's insane to me that we come up with these whack diets that really just replace what we should be doing anyway, but in a weird way. It's, it's insane. So if you're doing keto or right now you're on some diet and you're looking on the internet for hacks, that is a sign you're on the wrong diet, period. You shouldn't have to hack your food. You can grow and find everything you need to eat at the grocery store. You don't need to hack anything. So if you are that person, I was that person. I'm not sitting here telling you what to do, trying to be a jerk. I literally was that person. I have made some of the weirdest concoctions in the world that I would get from Fitzbo accounts. You know, they make protein fluff with xanthan gum added, which is a thickening agent to make it fluffy. And then you add in, you know, cereal and Pop-Tart crumbles and all sorts of sugar processed food on top of what was really just supposed to be protein, right? Nothing wrong with protein shakes. I actually supplement my diet with protein shakes. Um, I supplement my coffee with protein shakes. But when you talk about whole food and balanced diet, every single one of your meals should not be some sort of weird concoction. It just shouldn't be. I like to really hone in on the rule 80-20 for a lot of my new clients, right? 80% whole foods. 20%, yeah, if you want that Rice Krispie before you go work out, I mean, come on, right? We're still going to live, right? There are some people that would disagree with that, and they're just full-on whole foods, very holistic, and guess what? They're probably all the more healthy for it. No harm, no foul, truly. But for a lot of people, that's not the lifestyle they want to live, right? We have to find the balance between like this holistic, you know, earth-only living, maybe, and then this standard American diet. And the standard American diet is garbage. It is crap, and it has to be changed right? And it's these, these kind of basic things. 80% whole food should be, and bring out your food diary, highlight everything that is whole foods, right? And then look at everything that's not and see if you can make some small adjustments. If you have a sweet tooth, fruit is an amazing option. I now crave fruit. I've kind of gotten rid of a lot of the sugar stuff that I used to eat. I am a sugar fiend. If you put a bag of cookies in front of me, they will be gone in two seconds but I've been starting to replace sugary things with fruit. And it took a long time. It, it Sometimes it doesn't happen overnight. But that's going to help you sift through some of the bull crap that you see on the internet. Macro hacks. You shouldn't have to hack your macros. God provides us with all of the food that we need naturally. So quit it with the macro hacks. That, that's number one. Something else that I see that foundationally we have issues with is, you know, what, well, what exactly does whole food look like? I'm going through this journey of SIBO, which is the small intestinal, um, bacteria overgrowth. Basically I have a lot of bad bacteria in my gut and you can develop this for many, many different reasons. I don't think you should also self-diagnose yourself just because you have symptoms. Um, 
I think a lot of people like to do that too, that they're experiencing certain symptoms. So they automatically assume, well, I need to go on this diet you know, or that diet, because I read that that's the best diet for SIBO or this or that. I am doing right now low FODMAP, which fructans, oligosaccharides, disaccharides, um, and polyols, I believe. I can't say the last one right, but it's like polyols, P-O-L-Y-O-L-S. Uh, basically, these are irritating um, things to the intestines and to the gut and to the digestive tract. So I'm avoiding those right now temporarily for like only two weeks and then I'll be adding things back in and then I can really identify what my gut likes and what it doesn't. Eventually, you should be able to handle all foods if you get yourself healed, but there are some times where you just, maybe there's certain foods that don't don't um, agree with you, but the huge BS meter that I have is people going gluten-free, dairy-free, you know, paleo. They do these things because they think that gluten bothers them. They think that dairy bothers them. And in reality, you're eating garbage all the time. So everything's bothering you. Prior to my SIBO diagnosis, I was eating very clean. Once in a blue moon, I had some, you know, a cookie or here or here or there. It got significantly worse. And I think that's because with sugar cravings, the bacteria, it was just a whole health mess. But prior to that, I wasn't, I wasn't doing macro hacks. I wasn't doing anything weird um, that that were like key triggers. But for a lot of my new clients, they come and they're women and they're like, yeah, I'm I'm dairy-free and I'm gluten-free. And I ask them why. I say, well, why are you dairy-free? Are you lactose intolerant? Yeah, I think so. Are you gluten intolerant? Do you have celiacs? Yeah, I think so. Have you ever been tested? No, I just bloat a lot. Well, and then I ask for their last two weeks of what they've eaten. Chick-fil-A, maybe nothing. They fast, they don't eat because they heard that intermittent fasting was the best thing that they could do. You know, so they're starving themselves until 6 p.m. And then they're eating ice cream and popcorn and whatever the whatever they want. Right. It, their diet is just a standard American diet. And I'm like, well, gluten and dairy aren't the problem. The problem is that you have no whole foods. Your body has no fiber. Your body has no nutrients. Your body needs nutrients, fiber, fish oils, omega-3, omega-6, antioxidants, you know, probiotics. It needs all of these things in order to function properly. So, of course, you're bloated. Of course, you feel like you're having irregular bowel movements. Of course, you have brain fog. Of course, you just aren't functioning properly because you're not feeding your body right. That would be like going to the, the auto shop, right? You bring your auto in and you tell them, well, there's something wrong with my engine. My engine, it's just not, it's just something wrong with it. You need to fix it. And they start with the basics. They're like, well, what did is there again, you open up the fuel tank and the gas is empty. That's literally what that is. Oh, well, no, you don't need your engines fine. Your, your engine is fine. You need gas. You need proper fuel. Our bodies are the same way. I think a lot of times we take advantage of how complex our bodies are. I mean, seriously, for a moment, if you're in your car listening to this, or if you're, if you're on the treadmill or whatever you are doing, listening to this for one moment, stop and think about your body. Think about your brain. And how many interactions and actions and reactions and little nerve endings are stimulating the movement in your body. You're blinking right now, but you're not thinking about blinking. Your body just does that for you. You're swallowing saliva constantly. So you're not drooling on your all over yourself, right? Your body's doing that for you. Your heart is beating. Are you thinking about it beating? Are you, are you 
actually making that happen. No, your body is doing that for you. Think about all the things that your body does. Sleeps, you're able to dream. You know, we're able to fight off sicknesses. We're, our bodies are phenomenal. It literally gives me goosebumps thinking about it. And it is a blessing. I mean, out of all the animals on the earth, we are the most complex and able to use our brains at the most capacity. And even then we can't reach full capacity of our brain power. I think that's fascinating. Don't you? Isn't, isn't that a blessing in and of itself? And yet we think that this complex, beautiful body that we were given can run on donuts and pastries and frappuccinos and fast food, fried food, processed food. Most Americans are eating like 80% or more processed foods a day. And we wonder why we're sick. It's not an engine problem. It's a fuel problem. And I think that if we bring it down to that basic level, it doesn't become so complicated, right? Dieting is complicated. People hire professionals because it's complicated. It's hard. People are out there searching for answers because they're tired and they're sick and they just want to feel better. They want to lose weight. But there's so much information out there. And there's so many people who are pushing out garbage information. Bring it, bring it back. Bring it back to the simplest level. You are an engine and your engine is fine, but you need to fuel yourself. I like to think of food as fuel. And your micronutrients, your vitamins, your antioxidants, your vitamins and minerals that you should be taking, that is your oil, gas oil. That is your fuel to run your engine smoothly. And if you are having issues, migraines, autoimmune issues, diabetes, a lot of these issues are issues with your engine because your fuel is wrong. Your fuel is wrong. And and you don't need to go on a 1200 calorie diet. You don't need to do keto. You do not need to do any of these insane fancy things like intermittent fasting, right? And these, I, there's a military diet out. There's so many Adkins. You don't need to do it, right? Uncomplicated. Fruits, vegetables, whole grains. Think about what comes from the earth. Animals. I'm really not a vegan expert. So if you are vegan, you have to pair certain amino acids in order to get the proper fuel. Vegan, if you decide to go vegan for whatever reason... I hope it's not fat loss. I think that's a silly reason to go vegan. If you go vegan for fat loss, you're, you're, it's just like any other diet. There's no need. If you have vegan for other religious and or um, personal preference reasons, you do have to be more diligent because you're missing out on protein most of the time, which is animal protein, which is very, very essential to our health. And I talked a little bit about my story today on Instagram about the foundation of health and your foundation is so important and it's not complicated. You need protein, you need carbs. Yes, ladies, you need carbs and you need fats and your fats shouldn't be coming from gravy and fried chicken, right? Olive oil. You should be taking a full mega fish oil. Omega-3s are very much needed for inflammation, I just 
I think the main part of this podcast is it's it's frustrating, um, but it's also very eye-opening because I'm going through some very foundational issues myself, and it's stemming from me doing a stupid diet that I never should have done. Because at the end of the day, it didn't work, right? I lost about 20 pounds, but I gained it all back. So to me, that didn't work. That's not successful. And I think that is where my gut issues started, and I just kind of ignored them. I figured, you know, I just had issues for whatever other reason, or this is just the way it was supposed to be. But I was able to successfully get all that weight back off and live a very healthy, healthy lifestyle. It's when I became a certified personal trainer. I ate whole foods, but I never went back and fixed the issues that I had with keto. And eventually they caught up to me by, so I started the issues with keto and then I pretty much stayed on a 1600 calorie diet for a very long time while having a very high output, very high output. And when you have, I say this all the time to my ladies who like to diet and then crush themselves in the gym and they're not seeing results, you're going to land in the same boat that I did. If you push yourself too much, if you're going to the gym and doing cardio seven days a week and you're eating 1,200, 13, 14, 1,500 calories, you're not eating enough. You have to slowly bring them up. And so that is what I'm doing now. Right now, I'm eliminating pretty much all Pro, well, absolutely 100% all processed foods, but I'm even eliminating, um, you know, again, the low FODMAP for two weeks, clearing out my digestion, getting the bad bugs out. I am double dosing on full mega. That is my most favorite supplement right now because it is really helping with my inflammation. Omega threes, you're not getting pretty much, um, in the quantities that you need through whole food. So supplementing full mega, omega three, um, EPA, DHA is very important to help with that inflammation. It also helps with autoimmune diseases. It helps with brain function. Um, Omega-3s in a form of fish oil are fantastic and you should not be buying. I'm going to bring this point up right now (laughs) because I understand that along with the fitness journey comes the, the notion that it's too expensive, right? Gym's too expensive. This is too expensive. That is too expensive. Well, I've had my fair share of health issues and going to the doctor is not cheap. A lot of that could have been avoided if I would have just done what I needed to do in the health department. So don't buy crap fish oil. It needs to have the good percentage of the DHA and the EPA. You have to have quality supplements. And I'm telling you right now, that protein that you're buying at Walmart and those fish oils that you're buying that are the most, you're looking for the cheapest ones on the shelf. There's a reason that they're cheap. And again, that's like going to the gas station and your your engine requires, you know, the nicest gas they have the 97 or whatever and you put in the crap how how was your engine going to run not so well or if you have a diesel truck and you put gas in there it's not going to run so don't buy the cheap fuel don't buy the wrong fuel you have to invest in yourself in order to not make huge health investments later in your life possibly even the biggest health disorder you could have is death right And again, whenever it seems like, well, this just makes no sense. You've been living in the, you know, probably 1980s. Maybe some of my listeners are older, maybe 1970s, 1960s and forward. If you even look at some of the the ads in 1960s, there's cigarette ads for crying out loud, right? There were ads to do low fat. I think that started in the 60s. You know, from like day one. The government and the people in charge of our health are doing a garbage job. So forget what you know. You know what I mean? There's not like one day in 
history that, that I think the government and that the FDA regulators and the people involved in don't even get me started on our our current um, health secretary or whatever that person is. I, I don't even know their their legal name, but the one that I believe our current president put in place. It's ridiculous. It's I don't care. It's ridiculous that the people that are in charge of our health, which I should stop there because guess what? They're not in charge of health. They're not. You are. You are. I'm just sad that the information that we are given is so bad. It is so bad. And it confuses a lot of people because a lot of people don't know it. A lot of people don't want to know it, right? Maybe you're an accountant. Maybe you're a stay-at-home mom. You don't you don't want to fill your life up with, with maybe the knowledge that a certified personal trainer or nutrition coach would have, right? That's not your 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 duty, I guess. Your duty and your job is to figure out what you need to eat. That is your job. It's not someone else's job. What you put in your body is your job. This includes vaccines. This includes health in general. What you put on your body, it is your responsibility. No one else's. What you're doing to impact your health is for you and you only. And I highly, highly recommend that anything that is like government issued or based, it's, it's a lot of shit. It really is. And I'll give you a prime example. If you go get a vaccine, they'll give you a free donut every day for a year. That's not healthy. Are you kidding me? Regardless of your stance on vaccines, I'm not getting into politics on vaccines, but regardless of what you believe, does that sound healthy to you? Here, inject yourself with this and you get a free donut every single day. That's not health. That is insane. That is the opposite of health to me. A donut a day. Again, going back to gas, going back to whole foods, your foundation. What you're seeing your favorite Fitzbos do, you know, combining, you know, sugar-free this and Walden Farms this and, you know, zero calorie this to make some sort of treat dessert that you don't even really know what it is, but it tastes good. Don't overcomplicate it. Learn to slowly shift what you're eating into whole foods. Whole foods is number one. And if you don't and you decide to do keto and you decide to do all these other crazy diets that aren't supportive of whole foods first and enough whole foods first, you're probably going to end up with issues. My issues are very, the SIBO, small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, then led to now I have hypothyroid, right? Because a thyroid issue can be from lack of minerals, iodine, magnesium. Iodine is very, very good for your thyroid. And um, so is magnesium and some of these other minerals that we're just not getting, right? So if you're not eating whole food, you're not getting proper minerals, now you have a thyroid problem. And if you neglect it, it will only get worse. Same with diabetes. You have high glucose because all you eat is processed garbage food. So your blood sugars are always running high. Therefore, your insulin's always pumping out. Therefore, now you're pre-diabetic. Well, you don't do anything about that when you could have. So now you're full-blown diabetic, you're insulin resistant, and there's almost nothing you can do about it because you let it go too far. That is what's happening here in America. There are some people um, that are born with diseases, right? There's some people that you can't do anything about it. That's just the way that it is. But for the majority of the new diabetes type two, it is because you are not eating properly. Think about how awesome it would be. And I have had many clients, a handful of clients who we have reversed 100% of their diagnosis, 100%. It's not like they are kind of like, kind of diabetic, maybe not. They're 100% normal. They had a diabetic type two diagnosis and they are now free from that. And if you don't know what type two diabetes does to the body over time, 
It is, it is essentially a death sentence in, in itself. It really is. It just depends on how much time. It's awful. I know quite a few people with diabetes. Again, some people, they were born that way. They have to manage their lives differently. But what a shame is it that we get a perfectly healthy body and we give ourselves diseases like this because we don't take care of ourselves. Now you're spending, thanks to, again, our administration, um, crap ton of money on insulin. So much money on insulin. You know, so much money on, on, on now you have eye problems. Diabetes will affect your eyesight. Now you got to spend, I just bought new glasses. It's ridiculous to me how expensive glasses are. But it's beside the point. It's expensive, right? When you could have just either hired a nutrition coach, a personal trainer, learned how to eat healthy, made that initial investment, and now you have a lifetime of health and you don't have a diagnosis. Same thing with thyroid. I have quite a few people, if they're low on thyroid, there's things you can do naturally to fix it. Again, not everyone, but for majority of these new autoimmune diseases, I talked about this in the beginning of the podcast, these increased amount numbers. Can't you, you have so much more control of your health than you think people go to the doctor for headaches and for chronic pain and for all these issues. And guess what the doctor does? They give you a pill. They give you a pill that has a plethora of other side effects. And 10 years later, now it's recalled because it causes cancer. And now you're part of that group, right? We go to the doctors to help us with our medicine, but really, again, they have their place, but when it comes to foundational health, they don't, I had a very close person I love very dearly who actually became a client of mine that we have helped go to a doctor. They said, hey, you're, you're pre-diabetic. Here's some medicine for you. Bye. They did not tell him how to eat or how to, and guess what? He came to me. I told him how to eat. I taught him how to eat. I taught him how to feel himself. And now we're working on him reducing his medicine. I have another client, same thing. He full on, no more insulin, no more medicine. He's 100% away from that diabetes diagnosis. We cannot rely on a lot of outside sources right now for our health. We have to dig and find the good information. And again, I've not spent a lot of time talking about this foundation. And I, I think I've done a lot of you a disservice. And I hate that. And I'm starting over and I'm paying the price. And I don't want any of my clients to pay the price. And all my clients that I go through now, we go through this. We go through, you know, Whole Foods, the 80-20 rule. A lot of my clients, you, you know, a lot of people just have these issues, autoimmune issues, and you know, don't even get me started on birth control. You know, a young girl goes to the doctor because she has acne and they slap her on birth control. Again, personal preference, you do what you do. I'm not telling you not to be on birth control. I understand what birth control is meant for and why it may be important, but what it does to a, a woman's system and their functions that can cause a whole plethora of issues as well. That can cause gut problems. Birth control can cause a lot of different issues. Um, there's a book called Beyond the Pill. I believe a doctor writes it. Um, she's a holistic doctor. I can't remember her name. Um, hold on, I have my computer. I wanna um, give you guys this book because it is, it's, it might make you think twice or look at a, a, a alternative birth control options. Um, but it is Beyond the Pill by um, Jolene Brighton. So Dr. Jolene Brighton, um, it is like, she says it's a 30-day program. I, I wouldn't maybe um, 
whatever, read the book. It's freaking insightful as heck. I was on birth control for years and years and years. And again, I think I have um, some issues that are now irreversible because of my birth control. And they never told me that, you know, and some of them, it's like, was it worth it? You know, we get all these hormone and thyroid issues. And again, a lot of the medications we're taking and, and the food that we're eating is just making us sick. And I know if you would have told me any of this, even five years ago, I'd be like, okay, hippie. And I'm not being, I'm not trying to be a dick. <laughs> That's literally my thought process is I'm not like this, like holistic type person. I'm really not like, I'm just not. But the more I learn and the more I grow as a human, I was so ignorant. I was so ignorant to think that way. And I, I feel like my health could be in a better situation um, internally if I wasn't so close-minded and narrow-minded to that thought, to the thought that, oh my gosh, wow, it's not that hard, right? Food is fuel and food should be looked that way. And if you value and cherish your life and want to live long lives, you know, you see grandmas and grandpas that are so obese, they can't play with their grandchildren. I don't know about you, but I don't think that's the way we were meant to live on this earth. You know, bound by a wheelchair, not from some sort of disability, but because we are just too large. I think that is a pandemic. Way worse than whatever we're seeing right now. And I think we're losing the capability and the understanding that our health is in our hands. And shouldn't be, you know, vaccines and masks and social distancing. It should be eating healthy food. It has been proven in all of what's going on that having a healthy immune system helps you recover from these issues, from viruses. Right? So it's a solution in itself. Doesn't mean you'll never get sick, but... If you look at the statistics of the mortality rate of certain viruses on the obese... It's exponentially higher on the people who have diabetes, on the people who have these autoimmune diseases. It's exponentially higher. And for some reason, we like to talk about everything except for what is health, except for what matters. And if your foundation isn't on whole food, you cannot outwork a bad diet. You cannot out supplement a bad diet. And right now, the past week and a half, all I've been able to eat are basically sweet potatoes. Um, so breakfast is, here, I'll read you off my meal plan. Breakfast is basically oatmeal, um, fish oil, which I was talking about earlier, um, two eggs, some egg whites, and blueberries, right? All whole foods. Um, my next meal is basically chicken, uh, broccoli, olive oil, and sweet potato. So, you know, usually we're putting cheese on something to get our fats. No, my fat is coming from olive oil, which is, again, amazing for your health. Um, my next meal is a um, cream of rice, macadamia nut oil, and a protein shake. Uh, the protein shake is no artificial sweeteners, all of that good stuff. Um, so it's just whey protein. Um, and then fish oil. Again, my carbs are cream of rice. Macadamia nut oil is my fat. We're not putting cheese. We're not putting some weird sauce. We're not macro hacking. Um, again, my next meal is again, chicken, sweet potato, macadamia nut oil. Sometimes I switch that sweet potato and, um, or the sweet potato for zucchini, squash, and rice. And then my last meal is um, a salad with chicken, blueberries, and extra virgin olive oil. 
that, those are my, that is what I've been eating for the past, um, it's been a week and a half. And of course I have a decaf coffee, one cup a day. Um, and then I'm taking my fish oils for supplements as well as the daily microfactor vitamin pack, which has, you know, your antioxidants, got your multivitamin, it's got CoQ10, um, which is known to support the brain. It's got probiotics, um, fruits and veggies, EFA. Uh, it's just in one little pack. It's just all of the micronutrients that I need. And at first, guys, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. Um, I was peeved and I was annoyed because I didn't get to have um, my normal protein coffee. I didn't get to have. Um, some of the other things I was eating, like this uh, Bolt House cilantro avocado sauce with rice and tortillas and black beans and all of this like um, other stuff that I'd be eating. It's very, very plain, very simple. Um, I was also overdoing it on the cookies prior to this diet. Um, I'd make a batch of cookies and chocolate chip cookies are my freaking favorite. Um, but I, I would go overboard on them. I'd eat too many at one time. Um, and then a lot of the times I didn't have an appetite, actually, and I wouldn't be eating. I would pretty much not eat until like three in the afternoon. And then I would eat and um, because of the SIBO, which impacts a lot of different things, my, my eating was all over the place. So to go from that to a very strict meal plan, essentially, um, I didn't like it. I, I wanted some, some flavor, maybe. I don't know what I'm looking for, but it just wasn't fun, right? And now that I'm seven days in, I feel so good. My digestion is normal. My brain fog has like lifted and I, I think back to the last few weeks before I got professional help and I'm like, I feel like I was living in a, in a fog or a daze. I honestly can't even remember it. I couldn't even get up to put on my makeup or to just function. I wasn't helping my husband around the house. I wasn't doing the dishes. I wasn't, I couldn't do it. I was just dead to the world. And when you have issues and you can pinpoint them and then literally all I'm, I'm now, if I would have gone to the doctor, I would have gotten some um, antibiotics which can further destroy the gut. But that's what they would have done. If I would go to the doctor and explain what I've got going on, they would have not said a dang word about food or exercise or health. Not one, but they would have given me some antibiotics. And that is sad because here I've hired a fitness and health holistic professional who now... <laughs> I feel freaking amazing and I'm only on the up and up and I guarantee you I'm going to fix every single problem I have and it's going to be naturally. It's going to be through whole foods and it's going to be through supplementing. It's going to be through the proper um, exercise for my body. I had to dial it back instead of working out five days a week. It's three days a week and it's very low intensity. I also am now doing one 45 minute yoga session um, and then four walks a week at a very low pace, very just easy going walk which is a lot less than what I was doing. I was doing a lot more. I was running my body into the ground. I've also lost four pounds, which a lot of that is inflammation. I just feel amazing. And it's like, I don't even mind eating this stuff anymore, you know, because I know what it's doing for me. And I know not everyone is going to have the self-discipline nor the desire to, to live a healthy life. So I, again, I was one of them at one point. I didn't care. I don't care about my health. I just want to eat good food and go to happy hour, right? But eventually we're going to get to a point where we're going to be forced to. And that's the, that's the, the fact. If you want to be ignorant now and ignore it and just, I, I doubt any of my listeners are in this boat because you guys are great. I talked to all many of you, but I think that's what we're running to. We're running into people who are now being forced to um, 
focus on their health. And many times it can be even too late. So this podcast, um, I feel like I could go on and on about this. I'm very passionate about this. Um, you know, I talk about whole foods all the time, but I don't think I've gone into depth about just how important it is to really focus on the basics and, 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 and let the noise of dieting and the complication of it drift away because it's not complicated. You need protein, you need carbs, you need fat, you know? And if you're questioning, well, how much, what, what do I hire a coach? Dang it. Like it doesn't have to be me. This isn't a plug. Hire someone, hire someone to help educate you. If you're, if your coach just gives you macros and sends you on your way, that's it. Find a new coach. Your coach should be challenging you. Your coach should be explaining to you about macros. Your, your coach should be giving you enough information that eventually, I'm not talking in eight weeks, 12 weeks, it should take time. Spend some time investing in yourself and hiring a coach that will help educate you so that you can have the success to do this on your own. But again, if you're expecting it to be done in 12 weeks or less, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Hire someone to help you and you can do it on your own eventually when you learn it. And then it, it doesn't need to be complicated. You can avoid a lot of ailments that a lot of Americans are going through. You can easily sift through what's garbage and what's not. And ultimately you can feel better. You can feel better. And, and if you have ever felt like crap and then gone through a transformation through health and fitness and you, f- you feel that, that surge of new energy, clean energy, your mind is clear, you feel disciplined, you feel on top of the world is how to describe it. If you've never felt that before, if you're sitting here like, damn, I'm still in that gutter, right? I still feel like crap. I still have all of this fatigue and I just don't feel good. How are you eating? How are you taking care of yourself? Are you sleeping well? Are you drinking enough water? Right? It's not, oh, we'll do this diet. Oh, you should juice. That, I read that that helps clear your mind. No. Take care of your body. It's a machine. It needs sleep. It needs water. It needs whole foods. It needs micronutrients. Oftentimes you can supplement those in the vitamin forms. It needs a good omega-3. Right? There's basics doesn't have to be complicated. And again, if you're trying to find the shortcut, if you're trying to find the way out, I say this all the time. If you're trying to find these macro hacks, you're going to eventually be forced to do it the other way. I did keto. I'm paying for it. I did keto for way too long. I basically restricted my gut from carbs, which then your body will no longer produce the enzyme because it's not getting it. Your body's very smart. Your body will always be smarter than you. I guess that's my last point. Your body is freaking smarter than you. So you think you're going to trick it by doing intermittent fasting. You think you're going to trick it by starving it of carbs to lose 10 pounds for your beach vacation. You think you are in charge. Well, you're not. (laughs) Your body is. You are in charge of feeding your body so that it's nice to you. I have so many clients who they don't have period pain anymore. They don't have issues anymore. And they're like, wow, my, I feel so good. And my response is always, it's amazing to see how your body treats you when you treat it right. You have to treat it right. And it will treat you right. We were designed for that. So make sure you're treating your body right. Don't try to trick it. It will always come back on you. You will always, always, always get it way worse if you try to trick it. And if you need help, again, talk to someone. I don't charge anyone if you want to talk to me about your goals and where you're at. 
So don't be afraid to ask people questions. Find someone who you feel you can trust in the fitness industry. And I guarantee you, it's not always the people with the most following. In fact, it, nine out of the 10 times, the people with the most following do the sexiest thing, which is selling quick fix diets and selling garbage supplements and selling you the, the vulnerable person who is just trying to be a little bit healthier and feel a little better. They're selling you the crap. So find someone you can trust. I'd be happy to be that person and take your health into your own hands because ultimately you and only you are the person who is in charge of your health and you and only you is the person that can actually make a difference. And it's really not that hard. So let me uncomplicate it for you. Save this podcast. If this podcast helped you or maybe someone that you may know, send it to them. I really do try to give you guys information in these podcasts to help you. Um, I don't enjoy just talking to a microphone. I really feel like I'm talking to some of you out there. And sometimes I even have one of my clients in my head or someone that I've talked to over over the weeks um, in my head while I'm I'm talking because it's it's literally to help you. There's so much bad information out there. Um, and so again, if if you like this podcast, if you could please just leave me a review, that is the best thing to help this podcast, um, grow and get to more people. Um, I really, really want to take over the bad fitness industry and replace it with information that can actually help people. Um, not to, I'm not here to make money. I'm here to help people. And I think there's a little bit of the latter in the group. So again, share this with your friends and family, write me a review. I'd love to hear your thoughts, comments, questions, concerns. Um, and remember that health is not complicated, um, but it certainly is 110% in your hands.